me and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright. Show brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. And guys, it's Friday. It's my second day of the week. Uh, back from COVID IL. I told you, he's been this out for a month. I'm still now a little he has shaky. Muted, he doesn't no, I never turned you guys on. Yeah, he can come back and just doesn't need us anymore. She just mutes us. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't ready to get to you guys yet, but... Uh, We're the ones that weren't ready for the show, apparently. Hey. Unreal. Hey, I was in here. Treated. I was in here. You guys weren't. And I'm here. And we're here, and we were ready to talk. But I you thought it was just going to be me solo dolo today because you guys were dilly-dallying. I was in here. He was, I was talking to Gerald about personal things. Yeah. All Gerald's right, having then. a rough day. Yeah. All right. But you're Shout just not Gerald. concerned about Gerald. I had to get some work stuff done. I've been out. Well, I mean, sometimes you got to take your intern under your wing and guide them in the right direction. All right. Are yeah. we sure that's what you were doing? Yeah. Are we sure? I was doing. I was guiding Gerald. He can confirm, Gerald. Yeah. See? Okay. He knows. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into the show today. Uh, we had EPAC hoops for you last night. EPAC girls hoops, more specifically on TV 10. Talk radio WRNR last night. WRNR TV on YouTube. And Colin, it was a thrashing for the Spring Mills girls basketball team. They finished the season undefeated in the regular season. And they get a big victory, 72-14 over Hedgesville. And uh, I think the story was the moment of the game was in was the uh, third quarter where Reagan Entzel kind of just took over and uh, was just continually trapping players and getting steals, getting blocks, getting layups, getting, you know, throwing dimes for assists. I mean, that was kind of, I think, the story of the game. Yeah, it was an all-around great performance, but she definitely stood out there as a freshman being an all-star for this Spring Mills team and that either four or five straight possessions where she did it all for the uh, Lady Cardinals at that point, but it was an all-around team performance on uh, senior night and where they honored Maya Griffin and Taylor McIntyre, so fun night all around in the game uh, that went just like we expected, unfortunately. Was kind of hoping for Hedgesville to compete a little bit more than they did, but we know that Spring Mills is just a whole nother tier above everybody in the Eastern Panhandle Athletic Conference, and it went the way we expected. No stats yet, uh, specifically on the Spring Mill side. Let's look at the scoring, though. Um, Reagan Etzel had eight. Corinne Etzel had 14. Olivia Bolduke with 14. Uh, Dandridge with 10. Maya Griffin with eight. Faith Bush with six. Keller with five. Hessen with four. And uh, Ball with two. And McIntyre with one. And they get the week off as they win 72-14. to 14. We caught up with head coach George Gosk after the game on the postgame. Here's the interview. 
congratulations. Undefeated regular season, complete with a big win here on Senior Day. Just give us your thoughts about the game. Yeah, um, we did exactly what I thought we should do. We came out the game. Uh, you know, you guys seen us play all year. Uh, our full court press. Um, you know, we wanted to make sure we had intensity to this game and uh, our last regular season game. So I thought we came out. Our defense played exceptionally well. Got us started. Um, you know, and, and for us, when you're playing defense, your offense comes with it. You start shooting the ball well. And, uh, you know, by halftime, we tried a bunch of different things, try to work on some things we might need, uh, you know, for sectionals and regionals and, and hopefully down in Charleston. Obviously, you want to focus on the team that gets a lot of playing time right now, but you're able to get everybody off the bench tonight. How valuable is that for those players, not, not, not necessarily this year, but for their careers next year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we brought up a couple girls from the JV team, and that, that for them and those minutes, they become valuable because it's it's like a live, you know, for them and, and most of them haven't played varsity minutes so it helps to get those younger girls that experience get them a little taste of it um, and get them hungry for next year coach you now get to have a bye in the uh, sectionals waiting for the winner of martinsburg and hedgeville what are you most excited about for the playoffs this year and a potential run at the state tournament yeah um i think for uh, us as a school last year we were in this position um, and this is the second year that we've actually been in this position with the bye. So for us, it becomes making sure you stay focused. Don't let your highs get too high, your lows get too low. Um, you know, I'm sure uh, Martinsburg and Hedgesville, whoever we face, they're going to come ready for us. And uh, like I said before, um, in boys, we've seen those upsets and those EPAC games. And you got to be ready. Uh, you can't take anything for granted. Get that sectional uh, game. And either way, we're going to lose that game. We're going to play a regional championship game. So, uh, you know, we got to be prepared for those teams in the other section as well. And, Coach, we talked about it earlier in the year. I talked to you about it before the game when she wasn't going to play. But Regan Edsel proving to be your most valuable player, honestly, this year. And there's a stretch in that third quarter where it's just like steel blocks, steel blocks, points, shots. Like, she can do it all. Yeah. She's been bringing that dynamic all year. And, and you're not sure what you're going to get out of that session. But, uh, you know, we've seen it all year long. There's spells where she can have plays like that, a block shot, a steal for a layup coming back. Same thing, snatching down a rebound. Um, and and with, with that, heading into the playoffs, we definitely needed her healthy, and she is, and, and that just completes the dynamic to our team. All right, Coach Goss, thank you for joining us. That was head coach for the Spring Mills Cardinals, head coach George Goss. The Cardinals finished the season, regular season 18-0, 10-0 in the EPAC. Hedgesville fell to 2-18, 0-10 in the conference. Uh, but, Colin, what was your takeaway from this game? Uh, kind of same thing as I said earlier, just the fact that uh, Spring Mills is on a whole nother level. They look to be a team that can be competing for a uh, state championship potentially this year. And on the other side, it's a full rebuild for Hedgesville. You, you can see some uh, talent there. There were a few spots when you were impressed with them, but it, it just obviously wasn't enough to get the win. Well, I think that's the question that you bring up there, Colin, is they finished the regular season in Spring Mills undefeated, but can they keep this going throughout the postseason and, and capture a state championship? And that's the big question mark about this team because we've seen what they've done, but the argument still can be made that their strength schedule may not have been the best, but then again, they're dominating these teams. So how much does that matter? 
how much does that play a factor? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But when they get, because they're going to get to Charleston, I think that's almost guaranteed. If they were to lose in sectionals or regionals, that would be like the biggest upset in high school sports in the state this year. Like, I'm, I don't know if that's exactly accurate, but I feel like it would, it would have to be because of how much they've dominated the teams around here. So then the question becomes, well, can they, you know, when, it, when, it, when they get down there and they're going to face these other top teams that people have put ahead of them, or do they fall and not make a big run? I think you at least want to make it to the semifinals this year, at the very least, if you're at Spring Mills. Uh, anything other than that, I would be kind of disappointed. But they are still, you know, a young team, so that's another thing to consider. You know, this team's got a lot coming back next year. And they're just kind of touching the surface of what they could be, really, when you look at their potential. So even if they don't make a big run in Charleston, it could be that this year's kind of the, the year that prepares you for the the next couple of runs that they're going to go on because we know that they're pretty young. Reagan Ansel's only a freshman. She's only going to get better. Uh, the rest of their, their stars, really, are only sophomores and juniors. So you know, they're, they're going to be uh, still a team to contend content with down the run down the down the line so we'll just have to wait and see or you know this could be the start of a three-year dynasty you never know i mean that'd be awesome that, that would be cool to see but you know they gotta take it one game at a time obviously uh you know we're gonna look at ahead but they need to just take it one game at a time and take care of business and see if they can pull this off i think last night you know you look at the game and you look how it felt kind of like everything was evenly spread. You didn't see a player with 20 points. You saw players 14, 14, 12, 8, 10. You know, I think that that goes to show that, you know, there was a lot of passing in that game, and they were, you know, not content with just throwing up shots, and it didn't seem like it was any selfish play. Not that we've seen that at all, but, you know, usually you see one player kind of throwing up all the shots, getting all the points, but it seemed like a great team effort yesterday when they had all the starters in or when they were, you know, bringing players off the bench. Like, I think Blair Hessen played a lot in last night's game comparatively to what you're regularly going to see from her. And we talked to Coach Gosk about how all those players getting playing time is going to help their team next year and the years beyond from JV, those players that come up. Uh, but we'll have the Spring Mills game next week when they host the winner of Tuesday's Section 1 semifinal as uh, Hedgesville will be at Martinsburg. The game slated for 7 p.m. on Tuesday. The game on Thursday slated for 7 p.m. as well. Pre-games will begin at 6 30 on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 WRNR TV on YouTube. But let's turn our attention to the other game last night on the girls' side. Martinsburg upends Musselman 46 to 42. The Lady Bulldogs get a win to end the regular season, and uh, they're going to looking to go next week to beat Hedgesville. Obviously, they've swept them this season and maybe uh, contend to maybe make it to the state tournament. They're certainly in the race um, because we know how. Section 2 has gone, and even you know, Musselman losing that game, they're still in it. So, um, presuming it plays out how we think it will, and Martinsburg beats Hedgesville, and then Spring Mills beats Martinsburg, Martinsburg's proven that they can beat all three of those teams on the other side of the section. So, or in the other section, I guess I should say. So, in a region championship game, if Martinsburg's there, they're a team that can definitely contend. Now, you'd have to potentially go on the road, so that could be tough, but uh, or you would have to go on the road, which would be tough. But um, they've proven that they can, you know, contend with all those teams and knock off those teams. So it's really, you know, a coin toss when it comes down to Barnesburg, Washington. 
uh, Jefferson and Musselman in terms of who's going to be the second team from the area to make the state tournament. And it should be, you know, really fun to watch. Yeah, and it's weird now because at least for Musselman out of those three teams, both were road wins. When Musselman beat Martinsburg, it was on the road. Now Martinsburg goes into Inwood and gets the win. And uh, as Nick just said, we expect Martinsburg to be the Section 1 runner-up to have to go play the Section 1 champion on the road. Section 2. Or Section 2 champion on the road, thank you. And they, they've split the regular season with all three of those teams, Washington, Jefferson, Musselman. Washington and Jefferson, the times that Martinsburg beat them, though, were both at Martinsburg. They lost to Washington and got blown out by Washington at Washington, 71-50. And then the game that was at Jefferson, they should have won. won, but lost in overtime yeah. and then for Musselman now you beat them on the road but lost at home so it's going to be really intriguing who uh, gets to play who I, I still think section 2 is wide open and we can see anybody come out of there and be that champion one, two, or three. It won't matter until that specific night. Yeah, that is right. We'll move over now to the boys side um, looks like you have the score for that Nick? Close the game. Yeah, uh, Washington on the boys' side fell to Fort Hill, seventy-seven to fifty-three. That I believe might end their regulars. Maybe they have a game next week. I don't know. These boys' schedules are really weird because Martinsburg will end their regular season tomorrow on the boys' side, uh, and you know some teams are going to be done before next week. It's kind of crazy to look at the scheduling for the boys' side. Yeah, I think the girls was kind of like that, but maybe not as much. Uh, but for the boys' side, you know, Washington, uh, that's a tough loss, but we kind of expected that against a really good Fort Hill team. Uh, but they have gotten a lot better, so they're a team that uh, probably will lose in the first round of sectionals, but next year I think could make a lot of progress and potentially be uh, somebody to look out for. And then the game we have tonight, you know, is intriguing because Musselman has been the hottest team uh, in the EPAC. They have played the best basketball over the last month or so. But they're playing the team in the EPAC, the one that usually doesn't lose, Jefferson. So, you know, this should be fun, I think, tonight. And Musselman gave Jefferson their toughest runs last year. Uh, but earlier, you know, Jefferson beat up on them pretty good at home. But can they go to Inwood and get a win? It's a tough place to play. I know Coach Lewis will say uh, when you interview him tonight, Spencer, well, we always struggle here, so you know, we know that we got to do this and that to get a win, and I'm sure he'll say something similar uh, because Musselman plays them tough. So, you know, it should be a fun game tonight, and, and if Musselman gets that win, all of a sudden they're like the favorites heading into the sectional tournament, which I don't think anybody would have expected, you know, a few weeks ago. Yeah, that that was something to be crazy. I was thinking about that earlier today was like this, the run that Musselman's been on, if they can continue that run into the playoffs, would be huge. Colin, you have a take? I'm excited for it, and as Nick just said, Jefferson struggles, even though they have been the team in the EPAC. Whenever teams go to Inwood, it is tough to get a win at Musselman for anybody in the Eastern Panhandle. Jefferson, though, only has one lost in EPAC team now in two seasons, and it came this year against Hedgesville. But the way Musselman's been playing, I kind of just 
I've liked them a lot the way they've been playing and might pick them to win tonight against Jefferson and be the second team to knock them off. Both teams are playing solid basketball, but Musselman's just been finding ways to win no matter what, and I, I don't see that ending yet. Yeah, I don't see it either. There's another big game going on here in the EPAC tonight. Locally, Hedgesville hosts Spring Mills, and uh, that should be another good game here between the two teams that are fighting for the number one seed in the in Section 1, and I think that this could sway a lot of votes between the coaches tonight. Yeah, unless the votes are already counted, and I hope that's not the case because I agree. If uh, Hedgesville is able to knock off uh, Spring Mills, I think you got to give them the one seed, and then vice versa. If Spring Mills gets the win, they're now 2-0 against uh, both section teams, so I think you got to give them the uh, one seed. It's really tough, even though it's ultimately just a buy. You could see it going either way each time they play. But if you want that buy, you got to well, get the win. It's pretty tonight. big. It guarantees you a spot in the regional championship. Yeah. So that guarantees you, you know, one win and you're in. Uh, opposed to having to beat Martinsburg and then having to uh, beat another team in a regional championship game. So it does, you know, help you out quite a bit, um, depending on how they vote. And it's close. I mean, obviously. Spring Mills was swept by Jefferson. Hedgesville beat Jefferson. But if Hedgesville gets swept by Spring Mills, you kind of have to put Spring Mills ahead of them, even if you might think Hedgesville's the better team overall. So should be interesting. Should be a really good game. And uh, I would hope that they held off on the voting until after this game here tonight because this really determines who should be the one seed on that side. Yeah, it really does. And, you know, for Spring Mills, I think that, you know, it's going to be it's a tough game, obviously, tonight because it's an EPAC game. But then it's tougher because you got to turn around, drive up to Morgantown tomorrow to take on University. So that's going to be in the back of their heads. Yeah. But, I mean, not really because that game doesn't matter too much if you're Spring Mills. It's not going to help you at that point because it's not an EPAC game. Uh while you obviously want to get a win against a solid university team, I don't think it really affects their resume too much, win or lose. They already beat them once, didn't they? So, yeah, uh, you know, I don't. That's just another game to get better against good competition. So, I, I think you really don't have to look too much ahead because you're focused on Hedgesville. You know, if you beat Hedgesville, you can't really question putting them as the one seed in the section. Um, if you fall, then it's a debate, and you don't want it to be a debate if you're Spring Mills. I agree completely. All right, other games going on. We talked about Martinsburg there in the Northern Panhandle for their final two games of the season. They take on Lindsley tonight, Wheeling Park tomorrow. Uh, those are two games that are going to help Martinsburg if they can win, kind of put some momentum into their into the because these are their final two games. They're going to have a week of practice before sectionals, which they'll most likely be on the road for, barring some kind of voting by these coaches that changes things, which I don't think will happen this year. Happened last year. Don't think it's going to happen this year. Uh, but they're going to be road warriors if they want to contend and make it to the regionals. These are two teams that they're two games that they're going to have to win to get that mentality turned around. Yeah, they, they need to win. I mean, they need to go to the Northern Panhandle and find some way to pull one out. I mean, they've proven that they can contend with teams. Even the top team in the state, Morgantown, they contended with them for a quarter. Like, they've proven that, but. You know, how can you play a complete game? How do you pull off a win? Because this team just can't seem to buy one right now. And, uh, you know, that's what it's really all about when they make this trip. 
they got to figure out things that it seems like everybody else has really figured out to this point. You know, your rotation, stuff like that. Just hasn't been there though for Martinsburg. They just haven't found any sort of consistency. So how do they do that this weekend? And you know, those are two tough games, not easy wins at all. But they'll challenge you, and, and hopefully you can pull off one if you want to have any hope. I think of making any sort of run in the tournament because if you go in with another, uh, you know, two losses, then there's just no momentum for Martinsburg at all, and it's hard to believe that they'll head into a sectional road game against Spring Mills or Hedgesville and pull off that upset. I, I can't see it happening. Yeah, and, uh, you know, when you look at those two teams, they're playing Lindsley tonight, Wheeling Park tomorrow, 27 combined victories between those two squads. Martinsburg only with seven this season, so be big upsets if they're able to get them and use that momentum in the sectionals to hopefully get to the regionals. But uh, before we hit the break, we have uh, swim, some swim updates and uh, we have some video of uh, a certain swimmer, right, Nick? Yeah, we should. If Gerald can uh, scroll down for us. And we got Nick Lugo winning uh, the state meet that he was in. So Yeah, 100-meter. This is the uh, final shot there. Lugo in that second lane, the middle lane there, and he's able to take the 100-meter. So very cool to see. Uh, yeah, no audio on the video, I don't think, but... Uh, for Lugo there, and thanks to Tyler Kennett for sending that over to me. Uh, always helping me out. Yeah, when shout out Tyler Kennett. Stuff for Musselman, he gave us the little video of them winning the state tournament. So I believe we'll have him on during the state tournament as well. I believe he's going down there. I talked with him the other day. Oh, for the basketball? Yeah. Oh, cool. So we'll yeah. get some updates Definitely. from from him as well but uh, again Nick Lugo and if any other there are any other wins out there uh, we'll shout them out maybe we'll have to get uh, swim wrap up on Monday Colin yeah I think that's something yeah, I can idea. try to yep alright well that will do it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by Parsons Ford Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg they became number one by making you number one first go to ParsonsFord.com for more on the other side of this break we'll talk WVU Texas Tech tomorrow Shepard back in action as well and a big upset for the Terps last night that's all when we come back after this two minute break you're tuning in the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons goal of financing for all. And Parsons famous above market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. 
At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. The future doesn't wait. Why should you? Blue Ridge Community and Technical College offers over 60 degree and certificate programs in education, IT, culinary arts, engineering, and so much more. Small class sizes, flexible schedules with evening and online classes, affordable tuition, plus financial aid is available to those who qualify. Now you can go to college. Visit us online at blueridgectc.edu. That's blueridgectc.edu. Stop waiting and enroll today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM Welcome back into this edition of the Sports Mix. As I can't fix my camera here, if you're watching on TV 10, it's a very zoomed in shot. I don't even know how you got it to zoom in. What were you doing? I don't even know what happened. Had to have been something during the break. Oh, it's when I was trying to motion to him if he was on his phone or not. Uh, Welcome back to to do that again and see if it fixes it. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Colin and Nick, why don't you take over from here momentarily? Yeah, we'll do that. I guess so, yeah. WVU Texas Tech in action tomorrow at noon. I know Nick was trying to get some tickets to go. Unfortunately, we don't we have any tickets. Away, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to go to the game. But WVU taking on Texas Tech tomorrow. Colin, big uh, bottom feeder of the Big 12 matchup, right? What are you trying to say over there? <laughs> that, those two teams are at the bottom of the Big 12. And they're still in the big dance. At least WVU right WVU now is, is according to bracketology, is. but it should be a winnable game. I, I said uh, last week that I expect the final six games to go, that WVU wins the final three at home and then loses the final three on the road, and it just will then ultimately come down to whether or not they can perform in the uh, Big 12 tournament, and if they can, they are a team in March. If not, then we see them in the NIT. Yeah, I, I think they'll probably find a way into the tournament because uh, like we said before you know they've they've played a pretty tough schedule uh they've played some really good teams obviously in their conference and i thought their non-conference was solid as well and they should be able to get this win i think tomorrow against texas tech home game for the mountaineers um i give up you know texas tech is a team that uh, has kind of struggled this year so I think it's a win for WVU. If they were going on the road, you'd have to be a little bit more concerned because this team has struggled on the road uh, this year and really since joining the Big 12. But Spencer's falling apart. Mentally. He is. Yeah, he's really having some issues with this camera, and it's distracting me because it's every not, time I look over, I'm look, just seeing him go. It is not moving. It's giving me the blue light, but it's not moving. I don't know. Try to fix it because it's kind of... Don't do it. Don't. Bit. You might get yours to zoom in. You got to be careful, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want both cameras zoomed in. Oh, here we go. See? There we go. See, I made there the There we go. Shout Look out, Nick. We're fixed over here. Get Nick a pay raise. Yeah, maybe at the mogul. Nice. He might be listening. He's on his way home. Ooh. All right. I WVU, might. Texas Tech. What are we thinking here? 
We just kind of went over over I think WVU gets the win because it's at the Mountaineers win, actually. Um, Tech has been really struggling as of late, but WVU wins at home, so that's what I'm going with. Kind of, I guess, an easy pick for me. I like that it's on uh, ESPNU so I can watch it. It's not on ESPN Plus or anything like that. Well, there you go. Finally getting some recognition on TV. Yeah, so... Big Why comeback. watch the game when you can listen to the game right yeah. here on Talk Radio WRNR? 11 a.m. pregame, 12 p.m. tip-off. Tony Caridi in the Mountaineer Sports Network. Uh, well, we got a second. Why don't we talk about the uh, – did you see the end of the herd game last night? I saw they rallied back to get a win. I think it was like double digits in a minute and 33 seconds. Yeah, a bunch of people left the game or something. That was what I was hearing. So I don't know. It was a sellout there at the Cam Anderson. Yeah, but I'm so. guessing that they left early because they thought the Herd were going to lose, but Marshall found a way. Well, they found they a really way without David Early. Yeah, that's the Logan story product, for another day. The Logan product no longer on the team. Uh, but uh, let's talk Shepard now. Shepard, they're back in action tomorrow. You guys were discussing before the show about the potentials that uh, where you look at the sixth seed in the PSAC tournament where things could go here, final three games of the year, and they face the seventh seed right now in Cutstown next Saturday, so the final three games. Yeah, I'm worried about uh, Shepard because they only have a three-game lead on Cutstown, and Cutstown's the final game of the uh, season. And right now, just looking at the strength of schedule, if you want to go that route, potentially that final game could be for the sixth seed. Uh, Cutstown, they have Mansfield followed by Bloomsburg, then Shepard. Shepard has East Strasburg followed by Shippensburg, and then Cutstown. They could, hopefully, it doesn't happen because I don't want to see this collapse, but the way this season goes up and down i would not be surprised it's kind of ultimately been a disappointing season for this men's team who we know has a lot of talent and i feel like if they were in the tournament could make some noise but when you got to play east strasburg on the road yes you upset them but they just got upset by cutstown 90 to 87 so i don't think they're going to let that happen a second time then you play shippensburg a rival on senior day hopefully the emotion's good enough for you to get a win and get the job done but we know they are a really good team too and then pressure's on on the road for a playoff spot and cutstown could potentially realize that too if they beat mansfield which they probably will and then beat bloomsburg who's a one-win team i'm worried well, do you know who Bloomsburg's one win against, Colin? It's against the Cutstown Golden Bears. So, this is not guaranteed that Cutstown gets these wins because they already lost to Mansfield as well. So, uh, that might bring a little bit more hope to the Shepherd fans that this isn't going to be a collapse. But you're right. It is possible that Cutstown could win those games and then be playing Shepherd for a spot to be in the tournament. The Rams obviously have this tough end to the schedule to uh, of the better teams in the PSAC East that they have to face. Um, but Shepard has been competitive all year. Maybe they pull off a win and then they don't have to worry about it. There's a lot of different scenarios here uh, if you are Shepard, but really you just got to try to take it and, and get a win. And then you don't have to worry about backing in and getting help from these other teams. Um, because the last thing you want to do is go from pretty much in the tournament as a lock to having to play cuts down on the road for the last game of the year with the spot on the line i I think that is definitely going to be tough if that's what you have to do if you're shepherd so um you know try to take one of these and then you don't have to worry about it but obviously there is a chance that cuts down could lose one of those two games 
because they already have lost both of those games to Mansfield and Bloomsburg earlier this season. Yeah, it'll definitely be something. We'll be out there for the Shippensburg game on Wednesday night. You can tune in on TV10, WRNR TV on YouTube, and we'll recap yet tomorrow's game on Monday. Uh, before we hit the break, though, big upset uh, in college basketball as uh, Purdue falls once again this time to the Maryland Terps at the Xfinity Center in College Park, Maryland. I believe there's a court storm, too, by the Terps fans, 68-54 last night. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately – sorry to interrupt you, but unfortunately I saw pictures and uh, our former intern and Avery was not the kid that was standing on top of the uh, hoop. So, Avery, if you're tuned in, do better next time. If you <laughs> He might have been on the broadcast for all we know. Yeah. The, the radio might station. have to call him later and see if he was But uh, Jim Klein was in here earlier, and I didn't get a chance to talk to him about his, his Terps, and I guess kind of my Terps as well, as I do follow Maryland quite a bit. But, um, you know, good to see Maryland get that win over Purdue. It, it pretty much locks up their spot in the tournament, so that's nice to see. And, uh, you know, big win for this team. They're in a new era with a new head coach. Uh, they've got off to a really good start kind of had some tough games there in there uh, with some bad losses in terms of final scores not necessarily their opponents were bad losses but just the games that they lost were blowouts but uh they've started playing a lot better as of late and i think they're a dangerous team in the big 10 but uh we'll have to wait and see if they can make a, a deep run in march all right that will do it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by our cd's home store not just an appliance store any longer cabinets and designer bedding Outdoor living is family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hackwilson Way. Go to Orsinis.com for more on the other side of this break. Uh, new offensive coordinator could be coming as early as this afternoon for the commanders. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuning the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and Team 10 back in two minutes. Lauren from Orsinis right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Whether it's a strain, sprain, or fracture, WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine in Charlestown and Spring Mills now offer same-day appointments. No referral is needed unless required by your insurance carrier. WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine offers the exceptional care you expect for the injuries you don't. For same-day appointments at WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, call 304-725-BONE. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. 
Shenandoah Community Health continues to offer COVID vaccinations and clinics each Saturday throughout the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. The COVID vaccinations and boosters are free to anybody age 12 and up. To find out more, call 304-263-4999 or visit Shenandoah Community Health's website. Get your COVID vaccination or booster free to anybody age 12 and up at any of the Saturday clinics hosted by Shenandoah Community Health in the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. Call 304-263-4999 today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10. You're calling over there, uh, patient zero. It's rude, man. I literally asked I didn't you realize. not to turn on look, my mic. Look, it was the hand movement. The hand was already talking. I apologize. The head was talking to the hand. Right. The brain was already moving. We were already in motion over here. Welcome back what to this brain? edition. I'm kidding. Of the sports After that mix. explanation, I'm not sure if there's <laughs> You're going to make me cough again. <laughs> Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. There might be a new defensive, or excuse me, not defensive, offensive coordinator in D.C. by day's end. Uh, Eric Bieniemy's been in D.C., well, specifically Ashburn, Virginia, since Wednesday night. He is still there right now. He's in the building right now. They're hashing out things, contract details maybe, offensive uh, assistant details, player details, things where they want to go maybe a quarterback i don't know but he doesn't want uh sam how you never know but i do like the fact that because i feel like this guy is the best target to get for this hire that they're not letting him leave without the deal that was like when deshaun jackson came to dc a few years back this desperate for washington and i like it i know we kind of talked about this yesterday and the point that it's kind of a lateral move, right? Some people don't fully understand why you're leaving Kansas City for the same job, but whenever I was looking at a point, and it's a great point, the enemy wants to bet on himself, right? you got to be the play caller. How much farther can you go up unless it's maybe a head coaching job that you're looking for from the situation that he's already in in Kansas City because he's not calling the plays there you got to bet on yourself to eventually get a head coaching job, I feel like. So you have to take this move and be a play caller at the OC. Well, I think, too, uh, if he goes to Washington and has success, that job would probably come in the next year or two. So that's kind of a risky run if you're the commanders as well. Um, but I think it's a good situation still for Eric Bieniemy if they can get a quarterback in there. Because with a quarterback, it's a formidable offense, I think. Clearly, McLaurin and Jahan Dotson are a nice one-two punch of wide receiver. If Logan Thomas is healthy, he's a very solid tight end. You have good running backs in Robinson and Gibson. So it's a, a you know a solid offense that with the right coach running it and a, a quarterback, which is obviously you know the toughest thing to find in the NFL. So it's not like you can just go outside and be like, hey, you come play quarterback for Washington and we'll win a bunch of games. Um, that's not going to happen. But if they can find somebody, whether it be through the draft or a trade or free agency, th- it's a decent roster where you can have success, at least from an offensive perspective, in Washington. Derek Carr could go there and win 10 games, I think. Yeah. But he didn't do that in La- Las Vegas, and they had a pretty solid offense too, but their defense really let them down. So 
you like to think that Washington has a better defense. We know that the defensive line is still pretty solid. I know there's some free agency guys that you want to keep in Washington. So hopefully, I don't know if that was me or what. I think that was, was you. Oh, I didn't even hear anything. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a tie here. Okay. A tie-in. Uh, Eric Bieniemy and Marty Herney, the current executive vice president for player personnel, go way back. Herney was the Chargers coordinator of football operations in 91 when San Diego drafted Bieniemy in the second round. Bieniemy interviewed for the Patriots head coach opening or Panthers head coach opening in 2020 when Herney was there as GM. So. You know, some other things aligned here, hearing multiple things as well, saying that uh, both or excuse me, that Rivera has been in contact with Andy Reid uh, that per Albert Albert Breer, NFL, uh, what is he, senior NFL reporter for Monday morning quarterback NBC Sports Boston, you know, Albert Breer, he's on everything. Uh, but by the end of the day is what things could be going. I'm, I'm still sitting here waiting patiently for a notification. Saying yeah. it's a done deal. I, I think it's going to be a done deal by the end of today. And I think too, if Bienemy has success in Washington, let's say the offense is really good, but the defense still has its struggles, it could be a job opening there for him. If he does well enough as an offensive coordinator, he could be, get promoted. And Ron Rivera, we know is that's true. In my opinion, on the, on the hot seat, seat he needs yeah. to have at least you know a winning season this next year because they've been very mediocre as of late. So. There's a potential opportunity to move up in Washington, which that opportunity in Kansas City, unless Andy Reid were to retire, isn't there. So I think there's a lot of things that uh, enemy could do with this potential hiring. And we talked about, too, how if the Chiefs had to find an offensive coordinator that they might go in an interesting direction. But I think... Uh, I think they have somebody on their Mike staff. Mike Kafka would probably move up. What? Kafka, the quarterback coach. I thought he was yeah. already signed somewhere as another head coach. I thought there was who would be. I read somewhere where who would succeed Eric Bieniemy. I thought it'd be Kafka, and it wasn't Kafka. And that just made sense to me. But I, I guess we talked about Bieniemy to the Eagles potentially is what we had mentioned because yeah, the Eagles I briefly said that yesterday, which, and a lot of people probably argue that the better offense is clearly in Philadelphia compared to Washington. Right, but as far but, as we know, he doesn't have an interview with them. Exactly. So. Will Kansas City even allow an interview with them? Um, I think they would. They're an NFC team. Still. Trying to figure out who it is. Super Bowl contender. Washington's true. not there yet. And I obviously wish they would be, but they got to get a couple more guys in there, I feel like. before Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy is the right. candidate okay. for the OC because he's the senior assistant and quarterback coach. Well, that was literally his job before he got the Bears job, wasn't it? He was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. I thought he was for the Bear, for the. I thought he worked with. I, I could Matt be getting Nagy, that wrong, but I swear Nagy was with the Chiefs. But I thought anyway. Nagy was with the Patriots. No, nah, I don't believe so. I don't know about that. I guess I could be wrong here. You're right, Nick. Kansas City so. Chiefs offensive coordinator, 2016-17. Don't doubt Nick's brain. Yeah. I don't know why I even thought. Uh, Matt Patricia? Yeah, that's who it was. And you're thinking of another Matt. <laughs> All right, well. Matt Miller? Matt Crawford? <laughs> now I'm thinking of other Matt. Matt Faircloth? Matt Faircloth? 
All right. Well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford. Revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap things up. Wizards and Capitals were in action last night, plus the Capitals tomorrow night in the stadium series. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 back in two minutes. that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have... Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stevens Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Rock's grab-and-go is made fresh daily. Grab-and-go, now available at Rock's. Rock's local market. Rock's grab-and-go is made fresh daily. Grab-and-go, now available at Rock's. Rock's local market. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Marius Group of Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. Stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us here as we're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright, beginning to wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix. And it was a comeback win last night for the Wiz Kids over the Timberwolves 114-106 running into an all-star break after a 20-point comeback win over the Timberwolves in Minneapolis last night. They're now 28-30 overall, half game back at the eighth spot of Atlanta with 24 games to play. Bradley Beal had 17 of his 35 points in the fourth quarter to lead the comeback. Kyle Kuzma had a three with about 90 seconds left to give the Wiz the lead at 107-103, and here it is. Well, not that one. Here it is. 
Out of by Gobert. Goes at Gobert. Drives. Gets under the basket. Circles the baseline left. Seven on the clock. Out front Kuzma. Five on the clock. Kuzma. Top of the arc. Step back. Three. Oh, it's there! It's there! You kidding me? The Wizards have their first lead of the game with a minute 14 left. 107-106. The Wizards lead. The comeback kids. The Wizards were last night to get the win. Uh... Pretty big win there for the Wizards. They return from the break next Friday when they travel to New York to take on the Knicks at 7 p.m. That broadcast or that highlight courtesy of Dave Johnson and the Wizards Radio Network. Uh, pretty big win last night, Nick. Yeah, the Wizards have been playing uh, better basketball as of late. Comeback win against a, a young Minnesota team is good to see. Um, and you know, you, we talked about yesterday on the show the potential for a Russell Westbrook return as he might get bought out from the Utah Jazz. So if that happens, I say, why not go for it? Like we said yesterday, I mean, what do they really have to lose? We know uh, there's a chance Kevin Love might get bought out. I don't know where he would go. Probably not Washington, but maybe the Lakers. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think Westbrook could uh, help the team a little bit. They could use a point guard upgrade. Uh, But they've been playing good basketball as of late. I think when they're healthy, they're – respectable team uh with the big three there that they have if you want to call it that bradley beal kyle kuzma and porzingis they're at least an entertaining team and uh that was a good win last night i agree they are a pretty entertaining team and i think the be a solid puzzle piece if you want to try to make some noise in the east because the east philly's back and forth i'd still put philly as three milwaukee as two and then boston as one but other than that, I feel like it's kind of wide open, and even though you'd probably not get up to the fourth seed by the end of the regular season, you could still be a team if you get Westbrook to potentially make it there and pull off an upset or two in the uh, playoffs. It's a fun team to watch. They got the talent there. Why not give it a try if that's what you're wanting to do? Because clearly it seems like Washington doesn't want to go in the other direction and be like the Brooklyn Nets and just blow it up and rebuild. They don't really have the option to do that now because we're past the trade exactly. deadline. So, so uh, But that's a lot to rely on. You have to rely on one that Westbrook wants to come back uh, to true. D.C., which I think he would. Uh, he seemed to enjoy his time in Washington, and him and Bradley Beal seemed to get along. And then also you have to rely on the fact that the Jazz are going to buy him out, which I think they would. I mean, they don't really have any reason to have Westbrook on their team. But, you know, buyout's tough. you got to ne- negotiate that so you don't know what both sides want in that potential buyout so we'll see what happens but uh there'll definitely be a market for some of those veterans and that's kind of the only opportunity you have to upgrade your team at this point any wizards in the all-star team in the all-star game i don't believe so yeah i didn't think so either that though that's what sunday night sunday night yeah you get the dunk contest uh, tomorrow night tomorrow and all that stuff three point tonight i think you have the rising stars game Interesting. Do they still have a celebrity one? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. I would think I don't so. I've never watched that though. But it used to be fun with Kevin Hart in it. Yeah, I don't know who would be in it. Um, I'm sure that's on at like 6 p.m. or something. All right, let's turn our attention to the Capitals here. About a minute and a half left. They fell last night six three to the Panthers. Seemed 
It's to be a very low point for the Capitals, but they'll try to turn it around tomorrow night at NC State University's Carter-Finley Stadium for the stadium series to take on the Hurricanes. 8 p.m. puck drop. We'll have the game for you in a special 7 p.m. start time for the Capitals. Uh, I'm probably going to be tuned into that one. Colin, I'm assuming you're going to be tuned into that as well. Yeah, I will be. I like uh, Stadium Series, the third time that the uh, Capitals have been in one, and hopefully they get the win. But it's definitely been tough. They dropped three straight home games on the road, still without Ovechkin. They they really need to wake up and play defense. That, yeah. That's been the key issue that's been a common theme for these caps. These All right, defense. tonight we'll have Jefferson at Musselman Boys Hoop 7-ish p.m. pregame show 7.30-ish tip-off. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. pregame WVU tips off Texas Tech at 12 p.m. Then the or then the Capitals, excuse me, 7 p.m. pregame, 8 p.m. puck drop then Sunday, 2.45 for a 3 p.m. tip-off for college basketball from Westwood 1, Memphis at Houston. And we'll be back on Monday for another edition of the Sports Mix for our intern Gerald Wright, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin I'm Spencer Police saying so long. We'll talk to you tonight for some meat pack hoops or on Monday for another edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Talk to you on Monday. Locally owned, locally operated, and proud to support our local community. Talk Radio WRNR Martinsburg, Spring Mills, Harpers Ferry.